Hello, this is Manisha Pandey from newslaundry.com and you're listening to the Daily Dose. Today is June 25th and India marked the 44th anniversary of the infamous national emergency declared by Indira Gandhi in 1975. In a tweet this morning, Prime Minister Narendra Modi paid his respect to those greats who fiercely and fearlessly resisted the emergency. He said, quote, India's democratic ethos successfully prevailed over an authoritarian mindset. Unquote. Modi also lent his voice to a little video that accompanied this tweet. 1975, June जेलों में बंद कर दिया था न्याय व्यवस्था भी आपातकाल के उन भयावह रूप की छाया से बच नहीं पाई थी अखबारों को तो पूरी तरह बेकार कर दिया गया था मीनवाइल ऑपोजिशन लीडर्स लाइक ममता बनर्जी सजेस्टेड दैट व्हाट द कंट्री इज फेसिंग टुडे इज एन इवन ग्रेटर इमरजेंसी द वेस्ट बंगाल सीएम ट्वीटेड कोट Today is the anniversary of the emergency declared in 1975. For the last five years, the country went through a super emergency. We must learn our lessons from history and fight to safeguard the democratic institutions in the country. Unquote. Others like Delhi CM Arvind Kejriwal tweeted that the nation must resolve to never allow a second emergency and a subversion of our great constitution. The national emergency was truly a dark time for India and is rightly referred to as the Black Day. An Indian Express report speaks of how India witnessed a sweeping crackdown on press freedom. On June 26th, Indira Gandhi had addressed the nation on All India Radio to announce the emergency to meet the quote-unquote internal threat to security. She assured the people that this was nothing to panic about. And for the first time since independence, censorship was imposed. It lasted for more than a year and a half, 19 months to be precise. Fresh developments in the Jharkhand mob lynching case suggest serious lapses by the police handling the case. The victim, Tabrez Ansari's family, has alleged that despite their appeals, the police did not arrange for proper treatment for Ansari. They also stated that they were not allowed to meet him and that he died long before he was taken to a hospital. Ansari's family has demanded action against all concerned, including the police and the doctors. An Indian Express report also states that though the police recorded Tabrez Ansari's quote-unquote confession of stealing a bike, they did not mention the assault on him in the FIR. Meanwhile, a 26-year-old madrasa teacher in West Bengal has alleged that he was assaulted and pushed off a train last week in Kolkata for not chanting Jeshiram. Diamond trader Mehul Choksi, who's wanted in India in the 13,000 crore rupee Punjab National Bank scam, may well be packed off to India to face the Indian justice system. After the scam broke, Choksi sought refuge in Antigua and Barbuda. In a statement released by the Prime Minister of the Caribbean country, M. Gaston Brown said his, that is Choksi's citizenship, was processed. He got through, but the reality is his citizenship will be revoked and he will be repatriated to India. So, there's recourse. It's not a case that we are trying to provide any safe harbour for criminals for those who are involved in financial crimes. Unquote. Antigua, among the many tax havens in the Caribbean, has no extradition treaty with India. But this statement comes as a big reassurance. Members of the Valmiki community staged a protest in Bengaluru today seeking a 7.5% reservation for the community in the state. The protesters converged at Bengaluru's Freedom Park. 
The News Minute quotes a 44-year-old protester who arrived in Bengaluru on Tuesday morning. He says, quote, The reservation set aside for our community is 7.5% as per central government rules. But it is only 3% as per the state government rules. We are here to demand that the state government should give 7.5% reservation as well. We are numerically strong community and make up the bulk of the scheduled tribes living in Karnataka. Unquote. In a horrific incident being reported from Bulandshahar in Uttar Pradesh, two women were killed after they were run over by a car. The family of the two women have alleged that the man driving the vehicle had attempted to molest a 22-year-old member of the family. The 22-year-old woman has stated that the man had threatened her just minutes before he ran over her family members with his car. She said, quote, The man came from behind and told me to sit in his car. He threatened us, saying he will come back. He did come back in a speeding vehicle and hit us. There was only one man in the car. I will identify him. Unquote. Andhra Pradesh Chief Minister Jagan Mohan Reddy has ordered the demolition of Praja Vedika, which is a conference hall adjacent to former Chief Minister N. Chandrababu Naidu's house. Reddy said, quote, We have assembled in this building, which is an unauthorized construction by the previous government. This will be the last meeting in this hall. We will pull down the building from the day after tomorrow, that is Wednesday. Unquote. Reddy also said that all illegal constructions on the bank of the Krishna River would be demolished since they violate the River Conservancy Act and the orders of the National Green Tribunal. Earlier, Reddy's party, the YSR Congress party, had claimed that Chandrababu Naidu's house on the banks of Krishna River was an illegal structure. All this is very reminiscent of the AIA-DMK and the DMK rivalry in Tamil Nadu. I'd like to leave you guys with some suggestions from newslaundry.com. My first suggestion is a report by my colleague Ayush Tiwari, who is currently in Muzaffarpur in Bihar, documenting the encephalitis deaths. Ayush has met families who have lost children and finds that they have much in common. Low social status, low income, poor access to health care and the non-existent reach to government schemes. Ground reports like these cost money, time and take immense resources. At News Laundry, we are a small team with limited resources and we don't take ads from the government or corporations. We feel for the news to truly serve its function, we need news consumers like you to support us. So, log on to newslaundry.com and subscribe to News Laundry so that we can do many more ground reports like the one from Muzaffarpur. That's all the news I have for you today. Wish you a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.